ಇಂಟ್ಯೂಷನ್ ಆಫ್ ರಿಯಾಲಿಟಿ ಬೈ ಶ್ರೀ ಶ್ರೀ ಸಚ್ಚಿದಾನಂದೇಂದ್ರ ಸರಸ್ವತಿ ಸ್ವಾಮೀಜಿ ಹೊಳೆ ನರಸೀಪುರ ಕರ್ನಾಟಕ ಇಂಡಿಯಾ ಸೊ ದಿಸ್ ಈಸ್ ಅ ತರ್ಟೀನ್ತ್ ಬುಕ್ ವಿ ಆರ್ ಸೀಯಿಂಗ್ ಅಂಡರ್ ದ ಇಂಗ್ಲೀಷ್ ಸೀರೀಸ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ವೇದಾಂತಿಕ್ ಟೀಚಿಂಗ್ಸ್ ಪಬ್ಲಿಷ್ಡ್ ಬೈ ಅಧ್ಯಾತ್ಮ ಪ್ರಕಾಶ ಕಾರ್ಯಾಲಯ ಹೊಳೆ ನರಸೀಪುರ ಇನ್ ದಿಸ್ ತರ್ಟೀನ್ತ್ ಬುಕ್ ವಿ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಆಲ್ರೆಡಿ ಸೀನ್ ಫೋರ್ಟೀನ್ ಸೆಷನ್ಸ್ ಟುಡೇಸ್ ಇಸ್ ಅ ಫಿಫ್ಟೀನ್ತ್ ಸೆಷನ್ ಶ್ರೀಗುರುಭ್ಯೋ ನಮಃ ಹರಿ ಓಣೇಶಾಯ ನಮಃ ಡಾಕ್ಟರ್ ಕೃಷ್ಣಮೂರ್ತಿ ಶಾಸ್ತ್ರಿ ಗಂಬೆ ಪುನಚ ಬಂಟ್ವಾಳ ತಾಲೂಕು ದಕ್ಷಿಣ ಕನ್ನಡ ಜಿಲ್ಲೆ ಕರ್ನಾಟಕ ಭಾರತ ಸೊ ಟುಡೇ ವಿ ಶಲ್ ಸಿ ರಿಟ್ರೋಸ್ಪೆಕ್ಟ್ ಇಟ್ ವುಡ್ ಬಿ ಪ್ರಾಫಿಟೇಬಲ್ ಟು ಟೇಕ್ ಸ್ಟಾಕ್ ಆಫ್ ವಾಟ್ ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ಬೀನ್ ಸೆಟ್ ಫೋರ್ತ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಪ್ರೀವಿಯಸ್ ಚಾಪ್ಟರ್ಸ್ ಬಿಫೋರ್ ವಿ ಟ್ರೈ ಟು ಅಸೆಸ್ ದಿ ವ್ಯಾಲ್ಯೂ ಆಫ್ ದ ಸಿಸ್ಟಮ್ ಆಸ್ ಪ್ರೆಸೆಂಟೆಡ್ ಬೈ ಬಾದರಾಯಣ ಇನ್ ಇಸ್ ಶಾರೀರಕ ಮೀಮಾಂಸ ಅವರು ವೇದಾಂತ ಸೂತ್ರಾಸ್ ಅವರು ಬ್ರಹ್ಮಸೂತ್ರಾಸ್ ಅಕಾರ್ಡಿಂಗ್ ಟು ಶಂಕರ ಒನ್ ವೇದಾಂತ ಇಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಎ ಪ್ಯೂರ್ಲಿ ರ್ಯಾಷನಲ್ ಸಿಸ್ಟಮ್ ಬೇಸ್ಡ್ ಆನ್ ಫಾರ್ಮ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಥಾಟ್ ನಾರ್ ಡಸ್ ಇಟ್ ಟ್ರೈ ಟು ಪ್ರೆಸೆಂಟ್ ಎನಿ ಕೈಂಡ್ ಆಫ್ ನಾಲೆಜ್ ಡಿರೈವ್ ಫ್ರಾಮ್ ಸಿಲ್ಲಾಜಿಸ್ಟಿಕ್ ರೀಸನಿಂಗ್ this system cannot be equated with the ajatiwada doctrine of no worth or no essence of things of the buddhist who based his argument mainly on the dialectic of the four alternatives or compared with any one of the speculative systems of the west nor is it like the ancient sankhya which recognized the shruti as a means of knowledge only in the light of aptavakya or testimony of adepts neither does vedanta rely on any individual intuition as the patanjalas or the yogachara buddhists do individual intuition it is not it goes without saying that the vijnana of atman has no point of comparison with the knowledge of the external world as acquired through experimental science whose subject matter is exclusively confined to the objective universe again the knowledge of reality to be attained by the revelation of the upanishads is quite unlike that of vedic duties and prohibitions taught by the karmakanda portion of the vedas confined to teach the nature of religious rites the unity of brahmatman taught in the upanishads can be intuited here and now by here and now by a qualified aspirant whereas the effect of the knowledge of karmas and their performance is promised in the vedas to result in the enjoyment only after death much less is this vijnana similar to the knowledge derived from the teachings of any prophet or an omniscient being or from the writings of inspired writers as claimed by some religions while vedanta according to shankara does not deny the value of verified truths taught by the other systems of thought at the level of practical life it will be found to assimilate and transcend them all when it leads the qualified seeker to the ultimate intuition of his eternal oneness with the absolute brahmatman the only reality without a second second point practical life is confined to the sphere of duality it is necessary uh, it necessarily knows the distinctions of the knower knowledge and known of the speaker speech and what is spoken of to be more precise of one who operates the organs of sense the senses and their objects of the doer deed and what is done and of the experiencer experience and the experienced pleasure or pain 
ಶಂಕರ ಯೂಸಸ್ ದಿ ಜನರಲ್ ಟರ್ಮ್ ವ್ಯವಹಾರ ಟು ಡಿನೋಟ್ ದಿ ಟೋಟಾಲಿಟಿ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ಪ್ರಾಕ್ಟಿಕಲ್ ಲೈಫ್ ದಿಸ್ ಟರ್ಮ್ ವ್ಯವಹಾರ ಕಾಂಪ್ರಹೆಂಡ್ಸ್ ಆಲ್ ಆಕ್ಟಿವಿಟೀಸ್ ಗೈಡೆಡ್ ಬೈ ದಿ ವೇದಾಸ್ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ಇನ್ಕ್ಲೂಡಿಂಗ್ ದಿ ಉಪನಿಷಸ್ ಆಲ್ ದಿಸ್ ವ್ಯವಹಾರ ಇಸ್ ರಿಯಲೈಸ್ಡ್ ಟು ಬಿ ಅನ್ರಿಯಲ್ ವೆನ್ ದ ಯೂನಿಟಿ ಆಫ್ ಆತ್ಮನ್ ಈಸ್ ರಿಯಲೈಸ್ಡ್ ಆತ್ಮನ್ ಈಸ್ ಟು ಬಿ ರಿಯಲಿ ರಿಯಲ್ ಇನ್ ದಿ ಸೆನ್ಸ್ ದಟ್ ಹೀ ಈಸ್ ಎಬ್ಸಲ್ಯೂಟ್ಲಿ ಚೇಂಜ್ಲೆಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ನಾಟ್ ಇನ್ ದಿ ಸೆನ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಪ್ರೊಸೆಸಿಂಗ್ ಕಾಸಲ್ ಎಫಿಷಿಯನ್ಸಿ ಆಸ್ ಇಟ್ ಈಸ್ ದಿ ಕೇಸ್ ವಿತ್ ರಿಗಾರ್ಡ್ ಟು ಥಿಂಗ್ಸ್ ಇನ್ ಪ್ರಾಕ್ಟಿಕಲ್ ಲೈಫ್ and the knowledge obtained through his uh, through this final intuition alone is considered to be right from the transcendental standpoint even right knowledge of things obtained by infallible means of knowledge is stultified the moment one attains this culminating intuition of the unity of atman atman or brahman being the only reality needs no proof to convince the inquirer of his existence the shruti says that it is in his light that everyone is guided in his daily activities even in his aspect as the knower he is the very prayas of the function of the pramanas which are used for proving the existence of outward objects that the individual self is spoken of as the knower and the operator of pramanas is itself the result of avidya or ignorance which presumes that atman is really the owner of the body and the senses and the mind this avidya the nascence is really the innate bent of the human mind to superimpose the real self and the unreal self not self on each other and to transfer mistakenly their properties to each other practical life so called is not really something distinct from paramartha or absolute reality it is reality and nothing else and even avidya or ignorance is not a real something to be actually removed by the knowledge of one atman intuition of the unity of atman convinces the inquirer that ignorance no less than the triple distinction of the knower knowledge and the knowable has been always absolutely identical with the reality with that reality without a second third point reality or brahman is eternally pure conscious and free it is really the genuine self of each one of us and being the eternal witness of all the senses and the mind it can never be objectified by the later by the mind etc senses etc the vedanta shastra or the holy revelation in the upanishads therefore does not actually teach this brahmatman by objectifying it as such and such an entity the shastra only reveals it by sublating the distinctions conjured up by avidya so that the inquirer may come to intuit reality as his own self which is ever free the process of arriving at this intuition may be described as an inward journey of the purified mind in accordance with the guidance of a genuine teacher who has realized his oneness with brahman the seeker tries to discard all pseudo selves the body senses mind intellect will and the ego as well with which he has been identifying himself till at last he takes his stand in the in his genuine self which has been always free from the taint of all conditioning associates fourth one man possesses a constant faculty called intuition which is distinct from and independent of the sensuous and intellectual intuitions this is the faculty with which we have direct insight of states like deep sleep or swoon the insight with which we come to know waking or dream as a whole is also intuition our waking mind is enabled to know remember if remembrance be the right word for it at all to recall coordinate and judge these states it is common knowledge that while uh, none of our conditioning associates such as the senses or the mind can pass on to the dream state they never make their appearance in states like deep sleep 
now that witnessing consciousness that intuits and is not affected by any of these is the real atman whom we call uh, ordinarily little suspect to be quite independent of all the three as they keep on appearing and disappearing as it were if you remember that this witnessing consciousness which is the intrinsic nature of our true self is distinct from our individual self usually called the me in the waking state then we shall no longer be troubled with the problem with which people are frequently confronted when they ask why then do distinctions and differences reappear again and again in the waking state even after they have totally disappeared in such states as sleep the reply to this question is obvious we forget that in the first place the states are not events that happen in a common series of time which endures throughout we also forget that we are partial to the waking ego which we fondly believe to maintain its self identity and to experience and to remember all the happenings in these states actually we superimpose the ego on the witness and conversely the later uh, with its nature on the ego wrongly supposed to be a constituent factor of the states themselves the critical student of vedanta should always try to discriminate between his me in waking and the witness thereof which is the only reality existing in and for itself fifth point the truth of perception is generally tested by its satisfying oneself about whether or not it possesses the causal efficiency expected and whether that perception is universal but these tests fail us with regard to the dream phenomena for even while they satisfy both these tests as long as dream lasts their reality is stultified as soon as we awake the intuition of atman however which involves no subject object relation is quite distinct from other intuitions for its sublatability is inconceivable as much as it is identical with the one atman without a second for the same reason the question of its being in conflict with any other valid means of right knowledge can never possibly arise the upanishads do make use of reason to support what they teach but this vedantic reasoning called the shutyanugrahita tarka by shankara must be carefully distinguished from dry formal reasoning and the logistic reasoning habitually employed by sankhya and other systems it's only reason based upon universal intuitions such for instance as the reason based upon the non difference of the effect from its material cause or that based upon the variable non atman and the constant atman when we examine the three states of consciousness with waking dream and dreamless sleep any independent reasoning in consonance with the such upanishadic reasoning is also allowable but formal inference or syllogistic reasoning employed by speculative systems is strictly ruled out here for the reason that there is no finality in this uh, later type of ratiocination tarka pratisthanat as badrayana puts it the one principle uniformly observed in vedantic reasoning it may be noted as ascending step by step from one partial intuition to another till at last the investigator of truth arrives at the final intuition of the really real brahmatman next the sixth point the upanishads employ the peculiar type of reasoning for the purpose of a graduated revelation of brahman as the self of all 
the very uh, very first teaching is to warn the student against the supposition that reality devoid of all plurality can be known through one of the external senses however refined it might be the highest truth can be known only by means of suggestion of the struti or an acharya by making use of one's own purified mind alone by this one instrument the seeker can practice the adhyatma yoga the graded contemplation leading to the inmost atman the process of this yoga <coughs> demands that the seeker should gradually still the activities of the senses the mind intellect as well as the ego trying to merge each preceding entity in the next succeeding one till at last he becomes one with the really real tranquil atman beyond all objects of the senses and the intellect this yoga it must be remembered does not aim at objectifying brahman or atman by meditation or any species of knowledge for the real atman is the eternal witness of everything possessing no specific features possessing no specific features at all that is why the upanishads finally reveal this reality the real of the real as it is called in the shruti by negating every conceivable feature seventh point shankara was not the originator of the advaitic interpretation of the upanishadic teaching as it has been wrongly supposed in some quarters <coughs> he was only the systematizer of a particular tradition of advaita to which shankara has referred through his sutra bhashya and actually incorporated certain quotations extracted from his predecessors works there are many other schools of advaitic interpretation some of which have been considered in the last chapter of the present work the doctrine of distinctions within the nature of brahman anekatma anekatmaka brahmavada of bhartra prapancha the doctrine of brahman subservient to, to meditation pratipatti vidhi shesha brahmavada the doctrine that multiplicity has to be dissolved by meditation prapancha pravilayavada and the doctrine that knowledge gained through shravana etc has to be repeatedly practiced before it becomes effective prasankhyanavada are some of the teachings advocated by the other schools shankara's chief contribution to advaita vedanta consisted in laying emphasis on the upanishadic teaching of the intuition of the um, eternally free brahmatman which resulted in immediate release satyo mukti by dispelling the innate ignorance of the human mind once for all om tat sat so this ends the intuition of reality by shri shri sachidanandendra saraswati swami ji uh <coughs> next topic we shall discuss next book in the next session so this ends this 13th book intuition of reality hare rama loka samasta sukhino bhavantu sarve jana sukhino bhavantu shri shri sachidanandendra saraswati charanarvindarpitamastu om tat sat brahma arpanamastu